Welcome to the Black Contractors Network Podcast, where we'll be discussing hot topics around construction, being a general contractor, how to get started, and everything in between. And everything in between. Your host has over 20 years plus of construction experience. Here he is, Richard W. Johnson. Made in the U.S. of A. Welcome to the Black Contractors Network. On today's episode, we will be discussing what is a small business. I know I am a small business, but in the pandemic that we just had, we found out what the government think a small business is. One to 500 employees. So when you hear politicians say, oh, we got to help small businesses, who exactly the fuck are they talking about? They ain't talking about me and you. I just have five employees. The majority of U.S. businesses have fewer than five employees. Small business is defined as a privately owned corporation, partnership, or sole proprietorship that has fewer employees and less annual revenue than a corporation or regular sized business. The definition of small, in terms of being able to apply for government support and qualify for preferential tax policy, varies by country and industry. In the good old USA, the Small Business Administration defines a small business according to a set of standards based on specific industries, which I will now break down. For manufacturing and mining, they are considered a small business not exceeding 500 employees. For wholesale trade, they are considered a small business not exceeding 100 employees. For general and heavy construction, they are considered a small business not exceeding $28.5 million average annual revenue. For retail and service, they are considered a small business not exceeding $6 million average annual revenue. For special trade contractors, they are considered a small business not exceeding $12 million average annual revenue. For agriculture, they are considered a small business not exceeding $0.75 million average annual revenue. Let's look back on the pandemic and you tell me if those standard numbers on what a small business is making any fucking sense. And tell me why the largest public companies was taking payroll loans meant for small businesses. Hundreds of millions of dollars of Paycheck Protection Program funds have been claimed by large, publicly traded companies. The Paycheck Protection Program was designed to help the nation's smallest mom and pop shops keep employees on payroll and prevent mass layoffs across the country amid the coronavirus pandemic. But the research shows that several of the companies that have received aid have market values well in excess of $100 million, including DMC Global $405 million, Wavelight Sciences $286 million, and Fiesta Restaurant Group $189 million. Fiesta, which employs more than 10,000 people, according to its last reported annual number, received the Paycheck Protection Program loan of $10 million, Morgan Stanley's data showed. That just makes no fucking sense. I mean, it's just bullshit. Fuck. Oh, my. My, my, my. Larger companies with connections to major national or regional banks got priority treatment in the program's initial phase, the data show. While many smaller businesses said they were turned away because the banks required them to have a checking account, a credit card, and a previous loan to be considered. What kind of bullshit is this? Some small businesses submitted an application and then heard nothing. Small restaurants, retailers, and other companies most in need were left waiting and unable to pay their employees, landlords, or vendors. Many learned not from their bank but via news reports that the initial $349 billion in funding had run out in less than two weeks. The program was structured to take advantage of existing banking relationships that favored established businesses. It was not designed for very small businesses. When it didn't come through the first time, I knew what was happening. The wealthy and connecting at priority because they have the relationships that put them at the front of the fucking line. 
A number of relatively large companies with connections to Mr. Trump also received millions of dollars in loans. Instead of having the Small Business Administration, which is guaranteeing the loans, decide which companies are getting the fucking funding, the process was essentially outsourced to banks. The banks collect fees for each loan they make but don't have to monitor whether the recipients use the money appropriately. As a result, the money allocated for the program was quickly exhausted and the economic crisis of a lifetime. The Paycheck Protection Grants that was supposed to help support workers and their families was gone just as fast as the promise of the 40 acres and a mule. Which I still want by the way, let me shout out that person who initially made that promise in the first place Union General William T. Shermans. I would also like to thank the person who reversed the 40 acres and a mule policy. You bitch ass, twat, motherfucker, wanker, cunt Andrew Racist Johnson who coincidentally had the same last name as me. Descendancy to the presidency in April 1865 marked the beginning of a bitter struggle over the seized land as he instituted a lenient policy of special pardons that restored most of the rights of former Confederates who swore an oath of allegiance to the United States. Oh, racist? That, no, I don't know. I don't know why that's racist, but that's 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 racist. I don't know why it is, but that's racist, homie. Listen. Catch you guys on the next one, and remember, unity is the key. Thank you for listening to the Black Contractors Network. Make sure to like, rate, and review. See you next time. Be safe out there and take care of each other.